That ain't hip hop. The weekend week mm. house of balloons. Look, y'all been wanting me and Mike to do the 10 year anniversary of the trilogy. So we're going to give them to you individually. You know what I'm saying? I got a little bit of bars. Um, so we're killing two birds with one stone. DE365, Mike C. Town in the house. You know what I'm saying? We, we covering the trilogy, the weekend week. Um, with that being said, man, look, this joint dropped 10 years ago back in 2011. I'm not going to front. So the way I was put onto the weekend was through my younger brothers. They was in school at Valdosta State. <clears throat> they came back, you know, to chill with their big homie, their big bro. And um, my brother was telling me, hey, bro, you need, to, you need to listen to this. So I put it on. I'm like, God damn, what the fuck is this? At the time, there was nothing similar to it. So mm-hmm. I was telling everybody, you know, so obviously I was telling Ken, I was telling B, I was telling Rod. But the only one that kind of took to it and took my word for it, even though I didn't have the best explanation, was Mike. I'll never forget when I came up to his desk and I was like, Mike, there's this dope ass <laughs> singer. And the only way I could categorize him is like, he's like Dream, but he's not. And he's like on some pimp type shit, but I, I, I don't know how to explain it. He's like, all right, man, you know, I'll, I'll take a listen. In my head, I'm like, man, I'm fucking ain't gonna listen. Not the way I explain this shit. Whose voice was that? That, shit. <laughs> that nigga Mike came back two days and he's like, hey, hey, this shit mm-hmm. dope as fuck. And I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, bro, like this shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? XYZ, XYZ. But Mike, how did you feel the first time you listened to this trilogy? So I, this wasn't where I started. Okay, which I one did you start? I started with um, Beauty Behind the Madness. Um, I'll put you on to this one. Are you sure? When it came out. Way back in 2011, you may not remember, but I remember like. Okay, so you're probably you're probably right. I thought I started there, but maybe maybe I started with this one. I don't remember, but either way, I I definitely remember clicking play and being like, "Damn, this dude is incredible. This is like some weird psychedelic Michael Jackson," mm-hmm. and I fucking love it. I love it. I love it. And yeah, this this record has just gotten better with time, in it my has. opinion. It has. It, it's just. It's it's and to me it's 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 almost a flawless album. Yep, I I would have to agree with that because I feel like you get a lot, especially compared to the other two. This one gives you that psychedelic feel, that that spacey, airy feel that we've come to know and love about Weekend. But some of it was up and some of it was down, mm-hmm. you know. And and I love that balance of this project because the way it starts with this high for this, it's kind of weird. It's it's kind of like in a medium place where mm-hmm. you hear all of the ah, mm-hmm. like he's high, but the music is very airy, spacey, and he's like, you you want to get high for this, so mm-hmm. he's really setting you up mm-hmm. for this entire shit. And if you ain't know, he's talking about drugs and shit, Man. like yo, <laughs> like the next one, what you need. Then he slows it all the way down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I, like, to me, the pacing of this project, especially 10 years ago, I don't think I, I ever felt anything like it before then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I think I came across him um, on the blogs, man. Mm. You know, the blogs were really popular back then, and mm-hmm. that's how you found a lot of stuff. And, yeah, I don't think I ever heard anybody really singing uh, like this. Especially when it came to R and B and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so I thought that that was interesting, and I think it was, it was definitely different uh, back then. And you know, you can find a lot of talent on blog sites, so it was good to find somebody that was um, unique at the time, mm-hmm. that was doing a sound that was non traditional, but it sounded <laughs> good. 
It was still soulful yet somewhat popish. It had um, there was like some down tempo, chill type stuff, which is what I, I I typically like. So this had a lot of those elements in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just I just thought the way he was singing was 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 good as well. I was really down for that too. Um, I didn't even really listen to the content like that. Mm. Um, it was just how he was doing his vocals, and really just the 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 soundscape that was on here, but. Yeah, with the morning, wiki games, the party and after party, the knowing, like all those joints, man. That shit, this shit had a run. How did you real. not notice the content? Yeah, like, especially on on wiki games. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> bring the drugs, baby. I can yeah. bring my pain. Yep. You was just, you was just, and even before jamming you get out, yeah, I was just jamming. Because <laughs> it was like, I, like normally, it's like when it comes to singers, like is is it something that I would sing to? So he wasn't really. He was singing, but not in the traditional R&B type mm-hmm, of way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely a Michael Jackson type feel. But it felt like it was it was wordy at times. So it was just like, <laughs> mm. you know, I you know I can't I can't hit no harmonies to this shit. So <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't know it, because like in all I, like when that shit got to House of Balloons slash Glass Tables, Man. when that, that beat, beat switched, yes. I'm like okay, oh. and, and then how he mapped, like I feel that. Like, mm. and, and obviously the weekend is a group. It's it's a producer and it's the singer Abel. I don't remember the producer's name. Yeah, I did not know that until mm-hmm. right now. Oh, you didn't know that? I thought, huh? Il oh, Angelo. Okay, so so, but uh, I, I thought weekend was just weekend. It uh, is. It's a, it's a group. No fucking way. Are yeah, you sure the singer is Abel? So, but Wait, am I? I'm not, I'm not sure if it's I'll Google it right now. Because people will, he'll be out and they'll be, oh, there's the weekend. No one's yeah. ever said there's Abel. I feel you. Are you sure? I think on this project, they were the producers. Illabel, whatever his name is. Illabel? <laughs> but yeah. I don't know, man. Because like, if, if he ever goes over another producer, it's still the weekend. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not, oh, this is Abel and Homeboy right. or whoever. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think I think Ken's he, right. He's he's a Canadian singer-songwriter. He is a... Um, they're not saying they. I'm trying to find it. I don't I don't think the whole gender thing works in the no. opposite direction like that. No. <laughs> like some people, like, I don't think that's the way it works. I've never heard of they referred to as a he. Mm-mm. Either way, yeah. Um, I'm still looking. I'm still looking. I'm still looking. Either way, you catch me on the right day. I'm singing Wicked Games in the car. I don't give a oh, fuck. Oh, 100. But you were talking about the beat switch on Glass. I don't like yes. when he raps, man. I'm so, really. I'm glad he stopped doing that shit. You really for? I guess it's quote unquote rap, but I didn't really take it like rap. Like, like he wasn't like trying you. to spit bars like. No, he wasn't, but it was just like his little pattern. I was like, bro, don't don't do that. Don't I just feel that. like it matched what it was going for. It it's was, not cringy. Yeah, it's it definitely cringy. not cringy. It's it just fit. I would rather you not do that. But you see, he doesn't. Yeah, it he only like had there's only two songs I can think of. Well, there's another song he does. Which other we'll get to it. It's on a okay. different project, but yeah. But, but yeah, <laughs> no, nah, like I, I really like how he's able to really bring out the mood out of these tracks. Mm-hmm. You know, because to me, sometimes you can have the dopest beat, but the artist may not match it, right? Like, it may, it may not bring it to life. And The weekend, man, like, the way that he's just able to 
be featured on anything, do anything, and it just instantly becomes his own. Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it, he's uncanny with that shit. And this project, to me, by far my favorite one out of his entire discography. Mm. And it's crazy to think oh, really? that this is... Damn. Yeah, like, I think... Well, it's a tie uh, between this and Beauty Behind the Madness. Those, mm. those are my top two. Um, but... Just for for like this being his first joint out the gate, at least that that's I crazy. Know of. Yeah, that's what crazy. the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the fact that like what was it like maybe like six years after that this came out it got remastered and that that's when it finally got radio play. Like mm-hmm. how, like how many artists how how often does that happen where you drop something it goes crazy it makes the internet go crazy gets no radio play gets remastered and then gets radio play. I mean yeah, he's, I, he signed a Republic. I yeah. Think. And that's why they did that. Mm. Well, that was smart shit. These were fucking albums. Back they, then. Were. Yeah, they were. You know, they were. But I couldn't really see, really, I mean, which songs could get, could really get radio play? The Morning and Wicked Games. Wicked Games can't get radio play. What You Need? Yeah, What okay. You Okay. Okay. Yeah. But The Morning. The Morning was the The Morning one. could too, yeah. yeah Wicked that, Games that could not do it. Like, I don't think they could put, you know, Bring Your Drugs and all. They probably have to blank some yeah. shit out. Yeah, that wouldn't be as good though. That's like the that's like yeah, the hook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and it's, it's very slow too. Wicked games. He'd have to change. He'd have to change the lyrics. Yeah, you know how they do that sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, bring the booze or something. I can bring the pain. You know, another thing that I definitely like about Weekend, I think <clears> his <throat> better projects show this. It's like it's a loose storyline from beginning mm. to end. Like it, it's not interconnected. It's not this big ass idea and concept project. But it's like when you go beginning to end, you feel this story of him and this woman going through like all of his emotional shit and mm-hmm. how he's using women and drugs to cope with the bullshit mm-hmm. that he dealt with before he got the fame. And I think that underlying, mm-hmm. that's the thing that always attracted me to the music. Like it, it felt that it wasn't just lyrics. It felt like he lived this shit. It felt like he was giving you glimpses of his life through the fucked up in this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and and not a lot of R&B, especially at that point in time, was doing that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like R&B's kind of went away from, from that for a while. And I feel like Weekend brought it back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, um, you know, when, when it came, like... I think the thing with with this album again, I think it was just it was so different at the time, um, in in terms of what was out. Because I think this one dropped two thousand ten. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Eleven. Twenty eleven. Um, but yeah, I can't even remember what was out R and B wise. But you know, how much the dream? The dream was out. Ah, yeah, he did have a dreamy type. Um, Neo was out. But Neo was more more of a traditional R and B artist. Than, than he was, so, but nah, yeah, this this was um this was a good intro to the weekend, and I was like, yo, this this dude is is different, and um and I think he got it, and I thought he could, I thought he could have made it out. So where like, did coming it turn, down? Shh, where did it so turn weird. for you for the weekend then? Since you're not the biggest weekend fan, because uh, obviously it wasn't the first project. Hmm, no, nah, it wasn't the first one. Right. Uh, I think it was probably right after Kissland. I have to go back and listen to him. That was Beauty Behind the Madness. That can't be that one. No, that's the one he don't like. You don't like Beauty Behind the Madness? He don't like the pop stuff, he said. Yeah. This was, this was R&B This weekend. was, yeah. This, this was R&B. There was weekend. like literally. Yeah, there was no pop. I mean, the, the first part of House of Balloons is as close as you can get to pop. Yep. Yeah. And you are right. This is the first one I, I think I heard because I remember being really into 
um, the Susie and the Banshees kind of like sample that they used oh, on that yeah, song yeah. at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's about as as pop as I think it gets on this album, from what I remember. I haven't listened to this in a minute, but yeah. Yeah, me either until until now. Yeah, I think the party and after party could also have made the radio too. I think it's okay. catchy and bouncy enough for the radio. Um, but I but again, like how I was saying, there's a loose theme on this thing. I think it's so interesting, like when you get close to the end and the knowing. Like, you know, he's done all of this to his girl. Obviously, he's fucking around with strippers and bitches doing blow and coke mm. and all types of craziness. And, you know, I'll, I'll exchange this and you could just take my pain and, you know, just kind of getting all of his emotions off on women. And then the knowing is like, I know that, you know, I've been fucking other chicks. So I know you fucked another dude. And because I know that, like, I'm going to let you taste her on me. Like, it, I, I was just like, nasty Yo. shit, man. This motherfucker <laughs> <Nigga>. nasty. <laughs> What what because the first time I remember listening to this, like it doesn't hit you like that because you're lost in mm-hmm. like what the fuck is this? What's happening? I remember here. I remember that shit hit me. I remember I was like, you a nasty motherfucker, yeah. but I like it. <laughs> 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 you the type of nasty motherfucker I want to hang out with because I want these stories when we're drinking, bro. I'd put the dick in her mouth. I let she tasted, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, that's another chick. Mm-hmm. You did that for real? Yep. 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 Shaw did. <laughs> oh, you nasty. <laughs> Dirty motherfucker. Yeah, man. But nah, weekend weekend was a is a nasty motherfucker. Like he, you know, the lyrics has not stopped. But um, nine songs, fifty minutes. Mike, do you have any favorite joints on here? Yeah, high for this. Um, the first part of House of Balloons, Wicked Games. Yeah, those are my those are my go tos on this project. But what about for you, Ken? Uh, the Knowing, Wicked Games, The Morning. And what you need. But yeah, for me, give me high for this. What you need, the morning, wicked games, the knowing. But yeah, look, man, like I said, we was going not two birds out with one stone. DE365, thank you guys for the support. The video will be a Patreon exclusive. So if you would like to see me, Ken, and Mike dissect this album down, make sure you become a patron. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all want the video content, so it's exclusive. But to everybody else, thank you for the support with DE365. We in the home stretch, y'all. We in the home stretch. Mm -hmm. We'll see you tomorrow with another weekend project. We out. Peace. Peace.